Good Nature Wellness Podcast, Episode 5. Hello and welcome to the Good Nature Wellness Podcast. This podcast is all about discovering how you can transform, re-energize, and strengthen your body naturally with the healing power of food to regain control over your health, reclaim your energy, feel better, look better, and be stronger for life. I'm your host, board-certified master health and wellness coach, Barbara Walsh. I can't tell you how excited I am that you are joining me for another episode in my new series, From Quarantine to Confidence, How to Come Back from Quarantine and Be Confident in Your Health. COVID-19 took the world by storm this year. When it first appeared, I'm sure that most people never expected this new virus to be as powerful as it is. Its devastating effects triggered social distancing and quarantine orders in nearly every country around the world and every state here at home. It's crazy to think how just about every aspect of our lives has been changed forever in less than a year. And even though lockdown has ended, it's become clear that the coronavirus will continue to be a part of our existence. So, as we all get back to work and school, we need a way to protect ourselves and our families from the threat of the coronavirus, especially since there is currently no medication to treat those who contract it and no vaccine for prevention. That's why I created this series, which uncovers the most powerful defense that every person has against illness, including viral illness, our immune system. I believe that knowledge is power, and the more we can learn about the amazing defense system that God has built into our bodies and how it works, the better equipped we will be to stay healthy and regain confidence when it comes to our health. Today, we're going to take a look at something that is a part of everyone's everyday life that, unfortunately, has the power to derail your immune system and increase your risk for getting sick without you even realizing it, and that's stress. And by the end of this episode, you'll have a better understanding of how stress affects the body and the immune system, along with some strategies that you can use to overcome stress and keep it in check so you can be confident in your ability to stay healthy because your body's defense system will be working effectively. First of all, what exactly is stress? Stress is defined as physical or emotional tension. Stress is how the body and the brain respond to challenges that we are faced with. Stress can be triggered by an actual situation or an event, or thoughts that we have that make us feel excited, nervous, frightened, anxious, frustrated, or angry. Depending on the circumstance, stress could be positive or negative. Stress can be something that enables us to take action so we can avoid danger, or it can motivate us to accomplish something like studying to do well on a test, preparing for a job interview, or finishing a project under a tight deadline so you can excel at work. Other times, stress can be the result of something that pushes us beyond our ability to cope with our feelings or circumstances, like when we are faced with a traumatic or emotional situation, or a significant sudden change in our life, or even an event going on in the world. Actually, news reporting can also be a trigger for stress. 
A study by the American Psychological Association found that two-thirds of Americans are stressed out over the fear of the future of our country, and they cite the constant cycle of news reporting as a major contributing factor to that stress. In fact, statistics show that news about the coronavirus pandemic has over a third of Americans feeling anxious and stressed as well. Traumatic stressors like these have the potential to completely overwhelm us, and when stress is ongoing, it can have a negative impact on our bodies and our health. If you have ever felt stress, you are not alone. Stress is normal and it affects everyone. But stress can affect the body in more ways than we may realize. Statistics show that 43% of adults suffer from health problems caused by stress. And up to 90% of doctor visits are for physical symptoms stemming from stress. Everyone is different. Some people can handle stress well and even recover from the physical effects of stress more quickly than others. And how we deal with the stress that we are personally faced with will affect how well our immune system works too. So let's take a look at the different types of stress. First, there's eustress. You've probably never heard of a stress that's good before, but eustress is actually a stress that can affect us in a positive way. This is the type of stress that causes our pulse to quicken and our hormones to surge when we are excited but not afraid. Like when you ride a roller coaster, try something new, start a new job, or go out on a first date. These types of exhilarating experiences are the trigger for eustress, which makes people feel happy, hopeful, and excited about their lives. Next, there's acute stress. We experience acute stress when we need to respond quickly to a situation. This type of stress is not necessarily bad because it is actually part of our built-in survival mechanism. Acute stress can give us the physical ability that we need to escape from situations where our life is in danger, as well as the push that we sometimes need to overcome daily challenges. But this is also the type of stress that most people think of when they think about bad stress, because it can be triggered when we're caught off guard or surprised, and not necessarily in a good way. Although acute stress will activate the body's stress response, this type of stress typically happens in short bursts and goes away quickly, allowing our body to return to a balanced and stress-free state once the problem that we were facing has been resolved. Last but not least, there's chronic stress. Chronic stress lasts for longer periods of time and occurs when we face stressors continually or repeatedly. Chronic stress can be triggered by things in our everyday life, such as what's going on with our job, our family, our relationships, managing money, and even trying to keep up with what's going on in the world through news reports. Any type of stress that we experience will trigger the body's stress response. However, experts agree that experiencing stress ongoing for weeks or months is considered to be chronic stress. Our lives can be so busy, and we may have many things triggering stress on a daily basis that can compound upon each other. Often there can be so many stressors that we are constantly facing or trying to deal with that we can actually get used to being in a stressful state without even realizing that it's happening. And before you know it, we are living in a perpetual state of chronic stress. 
As if stress wasn't bad enough on its own, we have another problem. Our bodies weren't designed to be in a stress response state for long periods of time without getting a break so it can return to normal. Chronic stress can take a toll and disrupt the body in many ways and manifest as many physical symptoms, including acne, eczema, sweating, headaches, chronic pain, decreased energy, insomnia, and frequent infections. Chronic stress can also cause changes in appetite and stress eating, which can lead to weight gain, as well as cause problems with the digestive system like constipation, diarrhea, irritable bowel syndrome, IBS, and inflammatory bowel disease, IBD. Left unchecked, chronic stress can also lead to inflammation in the body and a compromised immune system, which can leave us at greater risk for contracting the coronavirus and developing other illnesses, including arthritis, fibromyalgia, lupus, psoriasis, high blood pressure, heart disease, diabetes, and even cancer. So what is the body's stress response? And what happens in the body when we're stressed? Simply put, stress triggers the body's built-in fight-or-flight response. What does that mean? When we feel threatened, whether the threat is something that is actually happening or something that we think or imagine will happen, our body kicks into survival mode. The stress response is triggered to give us the physical ability that we need to either fight off the threat or run away from it. Several body systems are activated when we are stressed, but the central nervous system is commander-in-chief when it comes to our body's coordinated fight-or-flight response. First, the hypothalamus in the brain starts the process by signaling our adrenal glands to release the stress hormones adrenaline and cortisol. Then, our respiratory and circulatory systems kick into high gear. We breathe faster so our blood will have plenty of oxygen to deliver to our muscles and the other parts of our body. The rush of adrenaline and cortisol cause our heart to pump faster and our blood pressure to rise as our blood vessels constrict to divert more oxygen to our muscles so we will have the strength that we need to take action. During this stress response, our liver produces extra glucose to give us a boost of energy and our muscles will tense up as a defense mechanism to protect ourselves from injury. The stress response is actually pretty amazing when you think about it. All of these processes are activated involuntarily and so quickly that we don't even realize that they're happening, which is why you may have heard about stories of people moving out of the way in a split second before being hit by a speeding car or springing into action to save a stranger before they even have a chance to think about what they're doing. Once the threat is gone and the emergency is over, the brain tells all of our systems to return to their normal state. But if we are in a constant state of emergency, whether it's real or perceived, and the stressors are not eliminated, the brain will keep the body in survival mode and the stress response will continue. So why is it a big deal if the stress response continues? Well, there are several reasons. In terms of the cardiovascular system, the elevated blood pressure that results from the stress response increases a person's risk for having a stroke or a heart attack. And as we learned earlier, when we are stressed, our muscles tense up. Typically, 
Once the stress is relieved, our muscles will relax. Unfortunately, when we are in a constant state of stress, our muscles will never get to relax and they will remain tight. Tight muscles can lead to back and shoulder pain, body aches, and headaches, which can leave a person with constant chronic pain. When the body is in a continual stress response state, the liver will continue producing extra glucose because it is working under the assumption that we need energy to respond. Over time, the body may not be able to efficiently process those additional surges of glucose, which can lead to weight gain, insulin resistance, and increase a person's risk for developing type 2 diabetes. The body's continual response to chronic stress can also create problems in the digestive system. Rapid breathing and increased heart rate caused by the constant release of stress hormones can actually increase the amount of acid in the stomach. As a result, people who live in a chronic state of stress are more likely to experience acid reflux and heartburn. Stress can also impact the way that food moves through the body, causing nausea, stomach aches, vomiting, diarrhea, and constipation. Which brings us to the immune system. In the second episode from this series, we took an in-depth look at how the digestive system actually influences the way our immune system responds. If you haven't had a chance to listen to that episode, I encourage you to check out Immunity Boosting Foods, Episode 3 of the Good Nature Wellness Podcast. Once you understand the relationship between the digestive system and the immune system, it's easy to make the connection. If chronic stress is having an impact on our digestive system, then it's a pretty good bet that our immune system is being impacted negatively as well. But the negative impact of stress on our immune system doesn't stop there. The hormones released during the body's stress response actually reduce the number of white blood cells and T cells that our body produces. And this will cause us to be vulnerable to illness because those are our body's disease fighters. So bottom line, when we are stressed, we are essentially allowing the dial on our body's defenses to be turned down. So low, in fact, that the immune system is practically turned off. And this will leave us without protection against colds, infections, or viral illness. And since our goal is to protect ourselves against the coronavirus, we want to make sure that our immune system is turned up to high. So I think that this fact alone is enough of an incentive to learn ways that we can keep stress in check. Like all of you, I am no stranger to stress. Personally, I have to admit that I have always been a thinker, a perfectionist, and my natural tendency is to be a worrier. Being a wife, a mom, and a business owner has always kept me very busy. When I was younger, I can remember playing beat the clock on a regular basis with my daily and weekly to-do lists. Feeling like I was constantly pressed for time while needing to accomplish everything perfectly caused me a lot of stress. Looking back, I never realized that I was actually chronically stressed. I just figured that things needed to get done, and if I wanted them to be done right, I had to do them myself, even if I was exhausted but still had to stay up all night drinking coffee to do it. My perfectionism compelled me to live up to a ridiculous, self-imposed standard. And I would often worry if I was making the right choices, if I was doing the right thing, 
or how I could actually accomplish all of the things that I had committed to. And worst of all, what other people would think of me, especially if I couldn't deliver. Truthfully, most of the stress that I lived with on a daily basis was the result of my own thinking. And as crazy as it sounds, even though I wasn't facing actual life-threatening emergencies, internally, my body was responding to the stress that I had created with my daily deadlines and what-if scenarios in my mind as if I was in the fight of my life. On the outside, everything seemed fine, but on the inside, the stress I was living with was beginning to take its toll. I remember having lots of symptoms, digestive issues, stomach aches, acid reflux, indigestion, headaches, and you all know from my earlier episodes how I struggled with infections and colds and about my lifelong battle with constipation. You also know from my earlier episodes that the main contributing factor for these health issues was my crummy diet. But those poor choices were definitely compounded by the effects of chronic stress in my life. Eventually, the effects of my unhealthy habits overwhelmed my body and weakened my immune system and ultimately resulted in a breast cancer diagnosis. That diagnosis was probably the most stressful situation that I have ever faced in my life, but it also became a turning point for me. It was a situation that I couldn't think my way out of or face completely on my own. The only real hope I had was to pray and to seek the wisdom of God. And instead of worrying and living in the fear and stress of the what-ifs, I chose to follow the path that God laid out for me. And for me, that path was learning about the power of my immune system and strengthening my body to heal naturally from cancer by making the right choices when it came to what I ate and learning to keep stress at bay. Actually, I wish someone had shared these powerful truths with me sooner, because I know without a shadow of a doubt that it would have made the difference in my life and my health and saved me from having to hear the words, you have cancer. Because having an immune system that is strong and keeping it strong is the key to preventing all illness, whether it's a cold or cancer or even the coronavirus. And one of the best things that we can do to keep our immune system strong and stay healthy is to make sure that we don't get overwhelmed by stress. So here are some practical things that we can do every day to keep stress in check. Number one, exercise. Probably one of the most important things that we can do to keep stress in check is to exercise. Research studies show that people who exercise on a regular basis are less likely to experience anxiety and stress. And here's why. Exercise lowers the amount of stress hormones that the body releases and increases the number of endorphins that are released by the brain. Endorphins are a great bonus because they are natural painkillers for the body and they actually improve our mood and make us feel good. Exercise also helps to improve the quality of our sleep, which is great because stress can lead to insomnia. And on top of that, exercise can help to boost confidence in the way you feel about yourself and your body, and that's never a bad thing. Exercise also protects the body from inflammation, increases circulation, and mobilizes our disease-fighting white blood cells and T-cells to guard the body from infections and chronic illness 
and fight off viruses and colds. All great reasons to add exercise to your daily routine. If you're ready to get started, all you have to do is pick something that you like to do, whether it's walking, running, yoga, riding a bike, which is one of my favorites, dancing, or playing with your kids or even your dog, and do it every day to keep stress at bay. Number two, releasing stress through prayer. Experts say that people who pray are better equipped to cope with stress, are more optimistic, have more hope, and experience less anxiety. Research studies also show that people who pray are actually healthier. Prayer has also been shown to boost the immune system and stimulate the body's immune response when facing or recovering from illness. Another bonus of prayer? Peace of mind can be found when spending time in prayer and in God's presence. And let's face it, with the coronavirus and all the other stressful things that are going on in our lives and the world today, we need peace now more than ever. The Bible actually says that we shouldn't be anxious or stressed out about anything, but we should bring everything that we are concerned about to God in prayer and be thankful. And when we do that, God promises to give us peace that goes beyond human understanding to guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. I have always found prayer to be the greatest stress reliever because even when circumstances are out of my control, I know that God is in control. And that takes the pressure off of me to try to figure things out on my own or fix my problems by myself. Prayer changes my perspective, helping to turn my thoughts away from problems and focus on God's solutions. Whenever I am facing something that's overwhelming, scary, and stressful, like when I was given that cancer diagnosis, instead of worrying, I make the choice to stop what I am doing and pray. When I do, I find His peace, and I am always reminded of the promises of God, that God is faithful and I can rely on Him and His Word to turn impossible situations into amazing possibilities for me. Number three, keep a journal. This might sound trivial, but writing things down can be a great way to manage stress. Some people find it helpful to write about the things that are causing them stress. Some people write down the things that they are thankful for. Keeping a gratitude journal can help to keep your focus on the things that are positive. Taking a few minutes each day to write can really help to relieve stress and anxiety. I actually had a health coaching client who was experiencing a lot of stress. I suggested that she try journaling. At first, she was skeptical, but after she tried it, she fell in love with it because journaling actually helped to change her perspective away from stressors and become more hopeful about what was possible for her future as she focused on the blessings in her life instead. Number four, just breathe. Deep breathing is another powerful way to relieve stress. Breathing deeply sends signals to the brain to calm down and relax. Then the brain sends those same relaxation signals to the rest of the body. Conscious breathing techniques trigger the relaxation response in the body to reverse the effects of stress, including slowing down the heart rate and reducing blood pressure. And you know what? Deep breathing techniques are really pretty easy to learn. 
There's one that's called belly breathing that can be done sitting or lying flat in a comfortable position and placing one hand on your belly just below your rib cage and the other hand on your chest. Then take a deep breath in through your nose and let your belly push out while you inhale without moving your chest. After that, you slowly exhale through your mouth using the hand on your belly to push the air out of your body. This exercise can be done slowly, three to 10 times each time you do it. And I know it sounds too simple to work, but breathing exercises like this one are really a great way to keep stress in check. And the best part is that you don't need any special equipment so you can do them anywhere you are for a quick way to relieve tension and stress. Number five, have a good laugh. You've probably heard the saying that laughter is good medicine. And it's more than just a wives' tale. It's a scientific fact. Research has proven that laughter benefits the body in so many ways, from combating stress to releasing those endorphins from our brain to boosting the immune system. We know now that our muscles tense up when we are stressed, but laughter can relieve tension in the body and relax the muscles for up to 45 minutes at a time. Laughter also counteracts the negative effects of stress hormones, lowering blood pressure, and reducing stress-related weight gain. And when we laugh, the brain releases neuropeptides that help to fight stress and a flood of endorphins that relieve stress and pain. Laughter also strengthens our immune system by increasing the production of the body's infection-fighting antibody cells. It also increases the effectiveness of our disease-fighting T-cells, which means that our body's defense system becomes stronger and we can stay healthier just by laughing. With everything that we have experienced so far this year, I think it's safe to say that we could all use less stress and more laughter in our lives. So go ahead, make the bold choice to remove some stressors from your life by turning off the news and instead get silly. Tell that joke or watch your favorite funny film so you can laugh off stress and boost the power of your immune system too. So let's recap. Today we learned about the different types of stress and the effect that chronic stress has on the body. We also learned that our immune system can only work effectively if we are not stressed, along with some powerful natural strategies that we can use every day to keep stress in check so we can stay healthy. I hope that you found today's episode helpful and you learned some new tools that you can use to overcome stress naturally. Speaking of new tools, can you do me a favor? If you try any of the stress-relieving techniques that we talked about today, it would be great if you could let me know your thoughts about them. I'd love to know which one was your favorite or which one worked the best for you. Please let me know by leaving a comment for this episode. Or if you have some other tips to keep stress at bay that work for you, please share your ideas. Seriously, we can never have too many ways to relieve stress. You can leave those for me in the comments here as well, or you can send me an email. My email address is barbara at goodnaturewellness.com, or you can reach out to me through my website, which is www.goodnaturewellness.com. 
Thank you for joining me for today's episode. And by the way, if you haven't heard other episodes in this series, I encourage you to check out Signs of a Weak Immune System, Immunity Boosting Foods, and One Simple and Surprising Way to Boost Your Immunity Right Now, Episodes 2, 3, and 4 of the Good Nature Wellness Podcast. And I really hope you can join me for the next episode in the Quarantine to Confidence series, which will be all about boosting your immune system with the power of the sun. Be sure to subscribe so you can be notified when that episode is released because you don't want to miss it. Thank you again for tuning in for the Good Nature Wellness Podcast. I'll see you next time. Disclaimer. The Good Nature Wellness Podcast offers information about nutrition, health, and wellness that is designed for educational purposes only. Any opinions expressed or information that is presented by NBC HWC board certified master health coach Barbara Walsh is not a substitution for, nor should it be used as a replacement for medical advice or to diagnose or treat any medical condition. If you have any concerns or questions about your health, you should always consult your physician or other healthcare professional. Do not disregard, avoid, or delay seeking medical advice or treatment from your physician or other healthcare professional because of something that you may have heard in this podcast. Please note that while every effort is made to broadcast information that has been carefully researched and is current, ongoing developments in medical research may impact health, wellness, and nutritional advice included in this podcast. No assurance can be given that information or advice included in this podcast will always include the most recent findings or developments related to the material in this or any episode. Any information provided in this podcast is to be used solely at your own risk. Under no circumstances will Barbara Walsh, Holy Health Coaching, LLC, DBA, Good Nature Wellness be responsible for damages in connection with the use of this podcast.